getting onto your feet. Stretch and wake the feet up. Coming onto the heels, pulling the toes back. Bend your knees a little bit, come onto your heels and see if you can lift your toes right off the floor for a second or two. Pause your feet, how much you can lift. Yeah. Bend your knees more. See if you can get the, even the balls of your feet off the ground for a moment, balancing on your heels. Yeah. The lower, lower your squat, the more steady it's going to be. even momentarily bend your knees, swing forward bend your knees, swing forward and pull the front of the foot up you get a feeling of the uh, the coordination of the body can allow that much easier coming onto the toes and lifting up. See as you lift up if you can also lift your arms up. So again it's not going to be a rock solid but So it just helps to feel the strengthening in the legs and feet and the coordination and how the, the body cooperates or the entire body cooperates you can you can improve its sense of balance which is its 
one of its fundamental intelligences. So the more intelligent your body gets, then that really helps to deal with um, bodily effects such as tension or places in your body that are stale and uh, there's no energy in them. So what happens is as our bodies go out of balance, often just kind of sitting in chairs where most of the body's not activated, certain parts of your body get all the energy and they tense up. Other parts just kind of sleep. And then you, you're kind of stuck in this fragmented, segmented state and lose, lose vitality. You lose vitality, you lose awareness and uh, this is dulling on, dumbing in all, on all levels really. And again, just recollection, you can't release tension by going into your tense areas. You have to release it by going into areas that are stale and don't seem to experience very much. If you give them more energy, then the the tension will release, drain. I've been particularly highlighting the area between the hips and the ribs. It's an area that, because of using chairs, this area goes to sleep a lot. And uh, so then you get a lot of uh, uh, tension in the upper body, the shoulders and neck and so on. We hold ourselves. Now this area, midriff area, is the center of the body. And that, of course, is where the breathing originates so it becomes very crucial for a proper mindfulness of breathing to have this area awake and intelligent Hmm? so you don't get a ridge of tension in your diaphragm that's restricting your breathing breathing comes from underneath you can easily flow through because you this entire area of your body is intelligent So it's just uh, continue loosening a little, loosening and stretching. Bending one knee and straightening the other. Pulling the toes back on the straight leg so you get a line of stretch running behind the leg. And letting that stretch pull your upper body over, tipping over from the hips.
Okay, so let's cultivate the first of all the going to the string puppet movement. Down at your legs, feet, so your knees are slightly bent, so you see the toes sticking out from the kneecaps and the knees over the center of the feet. Turning the tail under without pushing your hips forward. So yeah. It's more like a sinking. Don't don't push your belly forward but Turn your tail under. It's more in the buttocks than in the than in the put than in the hips. Okay. It's 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 quite slight actually. It's not a, not a big move. It's just the loosening. Feeling the spring, spring in the legs. Yeah. Using that to coming back onto your heels. So as you flex your legs, you can feel what's happening in your back. Just push down. Lengthening your lower back. Push down with your heels for the body lifting, lengthening your lower back. So drawing the lower back in and lengthening it. So it's a slightly circular movement. We're not pulling up so much as pushing down from the heels pushing the lower back in and feeling that sense of lift that comes with that. sense of lofting the body upwards, breathing out, So with that you're noticing by, by deliberately using your legs you're noticing what happens in your back and that drawing in and lifting mm-hmm. you now keep your legs stable but flexible and see if we can 
rise from the lower body, lengthening your, drawing your back in, lengthening your lower back, falling upwards. With the in-breath and coming down. Breathing out, widening, sensing how, sensing how wide your arms can sweep in a circle. And spreading the fingers out, pulling the fingers back, opening the palms. Very full sense of widening and opening on the out breath. take that into another form similar similar theme in a slightly in the slightly different form choir squats <coughs> so sensing the center of the body which is uh, lower abdomen you look at a human form and you divide it up and then about the center line so it's around about the hips but in the center of the body so if a ball is pressing in this place low in the belly pushing it back into the sacrum breathing out breathing in that area comes forward so the belly opens up out, breathing in, encouraging it by moving the legs, breathing out, bending the knees, breathing in, pushing down through the heels, turning the tail under, opening the belly, breathing out. Just that half squat means that as you push down, you feel energy running up your legs to do to accomplish the push. Just continue that line, tail into the lower back. So the front of your body can open up with the in-breath.
you probably feel a natural inclination as with the in-breath you something you want to stretch more fully but uh, keep it quite cool so it's not a powered up stretch but an allowing so if that feeling of opening in your belly can also move up opening your chest widening a sense of widening widening and softening so we feel the softness of the palms of the hands the face the throat almost as if you're just taking off a veil or a hard skin pulling back the curtain So as we fill out the movement, so with the completion of the in-breath, as if all the soft tissues in your body are breathing in, opening up like a sponge, porous, and it really requires not so much a push as, as an opening, loosening and opening and then breathing out turning and wrapping over so your arms come round from the shoulders and then just like you're wrapping something carefully coming down breathing in turning your hands as you breathe in as if you're unwrapping unwrapping like you're releasing the softness so you're releasing a bird letting it gently fly fly away this uh, one step further so follow the movement of my fingers starts with the pinky turning it over and the others come curling over in a sequence 
forefinger comes turning over, meets place between the two lead joints of the index finger meet the tip of the thumb. The joint between or the the um, space between the first the lead two joints of the upper of the index finger meet the thumb tip. Hands curl over. That's going to come back towards place between your arm and your chest. That that joint there. So it's nice wide. So imagine, in fact, what you have like a rubber band on the back of your hand from the middle finger running down the back of your hand across the back of your arm across your shoulders. You have these rubber band. And now you're going to sort of gradually stretch that band to that curl movement. It's really pulling that rubber strap across your shoulders, opening, widening your shoulders. Using that to stretch your upper back open widthways. Drawing the chest in, stretching the upper back widthways. So let's connect that to the movement of the out-breath. So we come down and then uncurling those fingers in sequence. Let me breathe in. the out breath here you come into that circling movement slightly pushing your elbows forward and front to give the nice stretching effect across your back for a moment. (coughs) So next in the sequence, coming down, breathing out, coming all the way down in that familiar movement of the hands get to the end of the out-breath, or come to the end of the out-breath and then turn your hands and then straighten your legs, pushing out. So as you come to the end of the out, coming down, breathing out, hands come over, then straighten your legs, feel that stretching in the back of the legs, pushing out with the hands. So the palms of the hands face out, the fingers are stretched back. Mm. 
breathing out. Breathing in, try and scoop up everything. Turn it up and see if you can come up onto your toes. You may not be able to at first, but just that that's that's the sense. Stretching, breathing in. Well, it's coming, lifting your heels off the ground with the completion of the in-breath. So we're maximizing the sense of stretching and opening. Just quieten the movement down, subsiding. And feeling where that takes you. of the cow gazing at the moon. So remember the arm is covered by the shoulder, shoulders. Just a slight dip in your left knee as you 
Turn your hips to the right, keeping your shoulders in line with the hips, similar with the left. As you turn to the left, turn to the right, dipping the opposing knee. Just a little. And so then turning to the right, the arms swinging up from the shoulders. And as they come up, pulling finger turning the wrist, pulling the fingers back, opening the hand, gazing at the moon, breathing in, coming back to centre, breathing out. So it's gazing at the moon is sense of particularly the eyes, the face opening and widening. stretching and opening your hands as if your hands are resisting a pressure but it's a soft resistance like being a cushions center again So let your arms go long and then loop forward and just pull your wrist back. Just take your arms back enough to, to have a sense of the arms being slightly bent. Don't, don't pull them right back towards your chest, but if they're fully straight, 
and then you pull your fingers back and let your arms <coughs> slightly bend bring that position up to face height so again you're looking through the window framed by your hands supporting your shoulders from the heels the back backs of the legs so it's if you lower back is, is supporting your shoulders, your shoulders are resting on that. And your ball is pushing the hands and you're almost leaning on that ball that's pushing your hands. Ball is coming towards you and you're resisting it, bracing it against it or pushing against it. So you feel the strengthening in your back, back, the entire back of the body. And try to keep the front of the body quite open, as if that's just a, a cushion, which is a soft cushion between your hands and your back, and quite a bit of space in it. Uh, cushion with a lot of air in it. And that's where we em empty the tension into that cushion. Feel the warming effect of stretch. <coughs> the warming effect in the muscles and the tissues. If you're using that warming, instead of resisting it, using it to warm up the cushion between your hands and your chest. Bear in mind that the, you know, if you dip your knees a little more, you get, you feel more strengthened. So if you don't want to lock in your back, but use the strength coming from your legs, and they will be strengthened by bending the knees or slightly bobbing.
Again, and turn your hands over on top of the ball. Breathing out, letting that float down. Transfer back to the hands, the extremities. So, what energy we've generated, in it come flowing back into into the hands and the softness of the body. breathing in the abdomen. So in your own time, let the form subside and uh, continue your practice. Mm. 